Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Real Estate Red Zone, brought to you by the Texas Real Estate Research Center at Texas A&M University. I'm Haley Reeder, Communications Specialist. Today is Wednesday, January 13th, 2021. On this day in 1974, the airport, now known as the Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport, officially opened. Efforts from 1940 to 1965 to build and operate an airport between Dallas and Fort Worth had failed to satisfy the rival cities, which sometimes operated separate facilities. The Federal Aviation Administration declared itself fed up, and in 1965, the Civil Aeronautics Board ordered the two cities to agree on a location for the regional airport. Construction began on the airport in December 1968. As of 2019, DFW was the second largest and fourth busiest airport in the United States. Now on to today's podcast. In 2021, the center will be celebrating its 50th year of operation. With this milestone comes a new name. Sort of. Starting January 1st, 2021, after 35 years with its current name, the center has returned to its given identity the Texas Real Estate Research Center. Center Executive Director Gary Mailer joins us on today's podcast to discuss the name change and the year ahead. Thanks for being here. Oh, that'd be great. Okay. What inspired the return to the center's original name? You know, that was a, it was not a a happenstance decision. I looked around and in calls at the center, people were calling us, asking us about listings. We were being confused, and also there was a real proliferation of of centers just started by individuals or colleges at other universities in the state, and it was getting kind of busy out there, and I thought, you know, we need to identify ourselves better uh, as the Texas Real Estate Research Center, Uh, and so it it was actually one of those things that happened uh, very quickly because I I was working on... uh, something in terms of our identity with the college. And uh, it was key to having research in our name that we've maintained the prestigious position we've got with the university. And so I told them that our official name had always been the Texas Real Estate Research Center, and that sealed the deal. And so we began a very serious discussion then at the center about returning to our original name given by the legislature. What prompted the move from Texas Real Estate Research Center to Real Estate Center years ago? We would we would go about when we'd go out speaking and uh, in meetings across the state, and we would hold up one of our magazines, and it was surprising how many people didn't connect the fact that we, the Texas Real Estate Research Center, actually produced Tierra Grande, mm-hmm. and so we went through a whole series of crazy kinds of branding, which was what we would call it today. Back then, we didn't know what branding was, but we took all kinds of steps. We even put a plain brown wrapper around the magazine and said, this is your magazine from the Real Estate Center, from the Texas Real Estate Research Center. And so finally, we just kind of threw up our hands and said, well, let's go the marketing route and let's try to shorten our name so it's easier for people to remember us. It really didn't work. Uh, Maybe it did a little bit, but I think it was just a an effort to try to to uh, better convey our identity and people associate with who we were and remember us better. What hurdles did the center have to overcome in the face of the COVID-19 pandemic? 
I think the first thing was just having faith in the technology that we were about to try to use. We've done a little bit with Zoom uh, with our, as you well know, with our editorial staff, but the rest of the staff, the research staff, the administration had not used it that much. And also just the fact that, you know, that our audiences, we weren't sure that they they have adapted. I think that was the biggest thing. I, I personally believe our productivity went up during that period. People were excited about it, trying new things, and, and we actually saw our productivity rise. The one thing that I think that did get hurt is the fact that we weren't having face-to-face conversations in the hallway, and that lack of uh, camaraderie, in a sense, probably hurt a little bit on the creative side of, of innovation, but we're still innovating and still coming up with new products. I don't think it hurt that much, but just the just the lack of, of that camaraderie, that's the biggest challenge, I think. What's in store for the center's 50th year of operation? I've got a list. And <laughs> number one on that list is finding some new talent, new PhD level talent. We're having some retirements and uh, uh, have a good way of contacting people. Many people, you don't know, have their cell phones and People are just not willing to relocate during the, the pandemic. They don't want to do anything new and novel in an environment that's so uncertain. And so I think that's going to be a real challenge as we go forward. Uh, and just the fact that they're, they're not minting that many new PhDs, uh, nor are the, or the experience are readily available either. And I think some of the more exciting things we're, we're doing and begun, we're doing a series of surveys of industry groups and coming out with new sentiment indices that'll that'll show direction in terms of the attitude and the and sort of the psyche of various industry groups like home builders and lenders and commercial contractors. We've got a list of about six or eight uh, individual uh, segments of the industry that we're going to survey and try to determine the direction of the uh, the industry's going and what the challenges are that they face as well as opportunities. Uh, it's been very exciting. We've got a couple of these already done, and it's bearing some, I think it's going to bear some information, and something will give us kind of a key to look forward, uh, maybe do a better job in our forecasting what might happen going forward, because we have an early look from these people into their, into what they think is going to happen. And then finally, we're going to, we're going to break open more work with municipalities and economic development groups. It's an area we've We've done a little bit of work in, but there's certainly a need out there, and uh, they're looking, they're data hungry. We've got data. Uh, we've built a strong data warehouse, and we're finding unique and novel ways of helping them to better answer the questions they face uh, by the use of our data. Uh, I think those are three really strong areas for us going forward. Uh, it's exciting times, even though it's challenging. Well, thank you so much for sitting down with me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's a great day. Have a, have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thanks again, Gary. To read more about the name change, check out the news release we posted on the podcast webpage and in the YouTube description box. For even more from the Texas Real Estate Research Center, check out our research library. It includes a wide variety of economic reports and real estate articles, including our latest 2021 Texas Housing and Economic Outlook, Other topics include the leisure and hospitality industry struggle, ADA and FHA accommodations, border wall impacts on the lower Rio Grande Valley, and more. 
We included a link to the research library on our podcast webpage. You'll find articles like those and more in our next issue of TG Magazine, coming out this month. If you are a Texas real estate licensee and want to ensure you receive a hard copy of the winter 2021 issue, make sure your contact information with the Texas Real Estate Commission is up to date. Head to Trek's website and log in to double check. We suggest having the magazine sent to your home address rather than your work address. We posted a link to Trek's website and more information on how to verify your address. If you'd like to get notified when the digital version of TG is posted on our website, sign up for email notifications. The link is on our podcast webpage and in the YouTube description box. That's going to be it for today's podcast. If you're looking for more from the Texas Real Estate Research Center, head to our website. That's www.recenter.tamu.edu. There, you'll find the latest data, research articles, blogs, news, and more. You can also check out the Center's News Talk Texas database, which is updated daily with the biggest headlines in Texas real estate. You can also subscribe to Recon, our bi-weekly newsletter, to get all of the biggest stories sent straight to your inbox. To stay up to date on when articles are published on our website, follow the Texas Real Estate Research Center on social media. You can find us with the handle at RECenterTX on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. For more podcasts like these, you can subscribe on iTunes or to our YouTube channel. All podcasts are also available for free on our website. Thanks for joining us today in the Real Estate Red Zone, brought to you by the Texas Real Estate Research Center in College Station, Texas, where we've been helping Texans make the best real estate decisions since 1971. This is Haley Reeder, and we will be closed on Monday, January 18th, in observance of Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I'll see you next time. Bye!